Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is April 9th, 2023. Time is 7.27 p.m. And joining me as always is Big Daddy Prep. What's going on, man? Oh, just another day. Uh, Just living the American dream, you know? What can I say? Speaking of the American dream, it is Easter and a lot of people in America are celebrating Easter Day. So happy Easter, Al. Happy Easter, happy Easter. I celebrated with my family. Uh, You know, they have the traditional ham. Well, we have the traditional rack of ribs on Easter, so I do the traditional rack of rib Easter, so I just got done with that. Oh, man, ribs for Easter, that actually sounds yep, yep. pretty good. Um, well, after after <laughs> Christmas and all the holidays, you burn out of ham anyway, and uh, yeah, yeah, ribs. Ribs is where it's at, baby. <laughs> no, I, you know, I get it. I understand. These traditions, they get kind of old, and they do start burning out. Like, we don't even do Easter baskets for the kids. We do an egg hunt. Uh, that's it. That's, that's what they get. And then we do a small dinner and that's pretty much the extent of it. But the kids also get to celebrate, uh, Orthodox Easter, Greek Orthodox Easter, which is a whole nother thing, depending on, you know, where we're at, what we're doing and comes with its own set of traditions. But anyway, uh, a message for the listeners out there. If you're listening, we are actively right now trying to move our podcast hosting service away from Podbean. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. if you're only keeping the Podbean app for its Doomsday podcast, if that's the only reason you have it, you're not, you're not going to need to have it anymore. The other thing I was going to say is if you guys are out there listening on Podbean right now, I would appreciate it if you would jump ship to Spotify, iHeartRadio, somewhere um, so you could still find the show because th- this, for those of you that don't know that are out there, it's a bit of a process moving a hosting platform and then trying to get uh, trying to get our RSS feeds to feed to our original people at Spotify and Apple and iHeart and all those places. And it's going to take time. It's not going to happen just overnight. So you might not see new episodes because they might only be coming out on iHeartRadio. They might only be coming out on Spotify. I don't know how this transition is going to go yet. But I promise you guys right now, uh, myself, Al, and Jake will be continuously putting out new episodes. So if you're not seeing them hit or you're not getting updates, type in the name again. We might be just on Spotify. There might be something goofy going on. So just look for us, guys. That's all I wanted to say about We haven't quit. We haven't quit at all. Matter of fact, we got the same episodes coming out just like always. You just got to look a little harder for a little bit of time till you figure out where it's all at. 
Right. And this is guys, it it um it's something I didn't want to do, this jump in pod being jump in the ship platform, but they put us into a tight spot and we don't have a choice. Right. I yep. mean that's and I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the exact same thing with you, Jester. I'm on board with you too. So. Right. And so at like if you guys um were on the back side of this where Al and I are, and if you'd see the live numbers, if you'd see the numbers we're seeing, it makes sense to jump ship. That's kind of what it is. We know that we're being censored. We know we're not, people aren't finding the show. That's what it is. I mean, and if you guys go and you look at our ratings in different places, it's a good show that people like. And yes, it is. it's not getting out there because of censorship. We pissed somebody off. We pissed a lot of somebody's off. <laughs> we pissed a lot. We of just them. picked the right somebody <laughs> with the right damn switch. I guess so. So, uh, topic of tonight's episode is uh, self sustainability. I wanted to get into this. There was a different couple different key points I wanted to bring up with the self sustainability side of this. Uh, and with that, guys, we are officially six months away from prep stock. So, if you haven't got your prep stock tickets yet, go to www.ticketleap. Um, excuse me, www.prepstock.ticketleap.com. And make sure you get your tickets for Prep Stock, guys. We are officially six months away, and we need to get those tickets up. We need to make sure you all are out there, and we need to get everybody on board with this self-sustainability. So, Al, when I say self-sustainability, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I don't depend on the government to do things for me. I do them for myself. Exactly. I grow my own. I raise my own. I have my own. I make my own. And I don't need you for anything. There you go. <laughs> so that's exactly how I feel, too. I mean, I know when some people hear this, they think self-sustainability is having a generator or it's having a garden or it's, you know, living off grid or, you know, having a full solar setup. Self-sustainability can mean a lot of different things. And what I want what I want the takeaway from this episode to be is you need to be reliant on yourself, not reliant on the government, not reliant on you know, hospitals and EMS providers, you need to be the end-all be-all for your own self-sustainability at the end of the day, right? Yep. Yes, sir. It, it needs to be you taking care of you. Exactly. That's ex- I couldn't have said it better myself. You taking care wow. of you. <laughs> Ronald Reagan said it the best years ago. What are the, what are like the nine worst words you could ever hear? I'm from the government and I'm here to help, you know, uh, no, I don't need my government to help me. I want to help me. I'll take care of me. So let's get into let's get into this. One of the big things that I've been seeing lately, okay, and you know, I'm not going to get overly political with this, but it is this illusion of choice within this country. It is the illusion of freedoms. These are the illusions that we have, right? Right. Right. Now, we're all kind of trained and taught that, you know, 911 will be there for you. The hospitals will be there for you. The government will protect you from foreign invaders and they will protect us from terror and they'll stop the drugs and they'll stop the bad guys. And you have nothing to worry about, right? Yeah. Well, they're not doing a real damn good job right now. No, they're, they're <laughs> definitely not. And so we have this, uh, we have this American dream illusion where all you need to do is wake up go to school, go to work, get an education, get your paycheck, and everything's going to be fine and hunky-dory and everything's going to be A-OK. 
Are you looking for something kick-ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. Then what happens is there's a disaster, there's a hurricane, there's a flood, there's a tornado, there's an earthquake, there's a terrorist attack. Something goes wrong. And our government always seems to come up short. Okay? And not only do they come up short, but they never really figure out a plan of what to do next time. And this is something that, like, really blows my mind, right? So, Al, you know how, like, something that really got me kind of thinking about this was, you know how we have building codes in different counties, like, you know, like certain places in Florida, you know, you cannot have a basement because of the water, the water tables, or certain places in Florida, you have to have hurricane rated this and hurricane rated that because of, because of the weather patterns, right? And it, and it got me to thinking, you know, Places like where there's homes within Tornado Alley, and we just saw that tornado destruction, and you know a bunch of people got lost. Why isn't the government stepping in and say, "Hey, any new builds there have to be to this standard, so we can prevent loss of life"? Right. I agree totally, and I've recently gotten an opportunity to take part in some of that tornado damage because here in Arkansas, uh, the 31st of uh, March, we had a huge tornado. They hit Little Rock, and they hit a city named Wynn. I've been doing a lot of cleanup and work in that area. And let me tell you something. If it wasn't for the local the local mayor and, and those people in that area, the federal government has literally done zilch to help those people. Zero. And you're not, you're not going to see the federal government come in to do much in any sort of a disaster situation. We've watched this play out time and time again, and it always seems to come down to a couple of things. People who are willing to take the time out of their day to help, so basically local volunteers, right? Yep. Maybe local, different local entities collecting money to help the cause, right? And yep. then your insurance company is giving you the payout so you can rebuild your life, Okay. And it's, and it's pretty shitty when you think about it that you can rely on your insurance company more than you can your government. Sure. I mean, Very sure. it's it's horrible to think that way, but, I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, the one big thing that just sticks out for me like a sore thumb, like in all these scenarios, is the government wants you to fall in line. They want you to do as you're told. They want to make sure you're paying your taxes, et cetera, et cetera. And then as soon as you step out of line or you step out of this pre-planned American dream program they have you in, you are punished for it, okay? And nobody, nobody really talks about this. And I really wanted to tear into this idea of things that are being regulated. They're wanting to move into this digital currency. They're wanting to take and put the mRNA vaccines 
in in beef now in our cattle. So you're getting this because they want to get this in you, right? It's right. There's there's all these th- these things going on where the government's actually working against the people in giving us false flag issues um, to bitch and whine and cry about. So we're all divided and we're not focused on what we need to be doing. Okay. And when I say, you know, going back to the self-sustainability, the main reason is, is if shit hits the fan, you're protected, your family's safe. You guys aren't going to go hungry. That is the whole purpose of this. But when you start breaking this down into what will the government do for you, they're not going to do anything except punish you, right? Very true. The moment that a disaster happens and they can't get a truck in there to resupply the local Walmart or they can't get a truck in to resupply the local grocery store or, you know, there's a massive train derailment like we've been seeing lately in the media and everything's damaged by chemicals and you can't stay there anymore, and the government says, nope, this is a dead zone now, everybody's got to go, they're not, they're going to come in there to punish you, they're not going to come in there to help you, okay? Sadly, that's just the way it is, all right? So this is when it comes down for you to say to yourself, I need a garden, I need my own self-defense, I need to make sure I can run power without having the grid on. I need to make sure I'm canning. I need to make sure I'm growing. These are things that we need to be doing as individuals on a very personal level for you and your family unit, right? Like I, a good example of this, I'm not sure what Al's favorite food is. I know he likes Red Bull and I could stock Red Bull and have a three (laughs) years supply of it, but I don't know what Al's favorite food is. So for for me stocking out for out it would not be very personable but for me stocking for my family i know what the wife likes to eat i know what the kids like to eat you know what i'm saying right everybody's sustainability plan is going to be different it's going to be catered to who you are what's in your circle what your environment is i mean everybody's different someone in a different climate could be different than someone else in another climate, somebody in an urban area compared to, a, to a, a more rural setting. So, yeah, everyone's survival plan and sust- uh, sustainability plan is going to be different. And, you know, so, Al, since you brought up the climate thing, let's tag on. Let's touch on that a little bit. So you guys know we've done a couple episodes on here with Texas Prepper Mom, and we've talked about the snowstorm in Texas, right? Yep. And how badly the government and the infrastructure failed the people and how much loss of life we had during that incident. Okay, 100%. And that is that is a situation that was due to poor infrastructure, poor planning, no disaster readiness. Like that was a horrible, horrible thing that happened based on people saying, well, we don't need to plan for this. What's the likelihood of that happening? Okay, and then it happens and everybody's caught off guard. And we see these scenarios periodically happen throughout our country we're supposed to be the biggest, baddest nation on the planet, but yet we can't take care of citizens in a disaster? Well, just to understand that we throw billions of dollars towards a federal government to have us prepared for these things, but we get nothing in return. I actually saw a prison system that was way better equipped for any situation that could happen to them. A individual prison system, individual prisons, but then when I look at the federal government's response to big events, they're like, oh, well, we planned. No, you didn't. You didn't have a plan at all. 
and we had to be prepared where I worked at. We didn't have a choice. We had people that were under our care, custody, and control, so we were forced to do that. But the federal government gets money, and they do not use your money well. You know, they don't, and we're watching. Listen, guys, and this is some. This is one reason I wanted to do this topic tonight, too. We're all seeing things escalate with China, Russia, Ukraine, Taiwan. There's something new in the media every other day about how the situation is escalating, right? Yep. And money is being thrown around in a lot of weird places around the world, but not here at home. Okay, and I'm I'm watching this economy just slowly go down the tubes and I'm watching I'm watching the media throw up these false flag issues to divert people's attention from it. And it's it's not hard. I mean, does everybody did everybody forget the pandemic we just had that the government was not prepared for? Did, ever, did anybody forget the bare shelves in the stores a couple years ago? Did, did all this just go out the window? Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. True. And it doesn't matter on what side of the aisle or what side of the think spectrum that you're on because it affects us all the same. When the Republicans were in, it's the same way as it is with the Democrats. No one is doing their job at the top and it just filters right on down. So, this is not a, a partisan issue. This is an issue that everyone's screwing up, especially those in leadership positions. It is. And this is why this is why it's so important for you as an individual, if you're listening to the show, to say, hey, I need to have some sort of a plan. I need to be ready in case things really break bad or some bad shit goes down. And guys, this doesn't have to be this extreme pump $10,000 into your preps. It doesn't have to be that nope. way at all. Nope. So I, uh, Al, I'll tell you what, you know, what really, you know, what really gets under my skin, man, is when people say that preparedness is stupid or people say, I don't understand these people that prep like anything bad is going to happen. Right. And I've, right. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. There's different levels to prepping. Okay. Now, I think like a, five different things off the top of my head probably most Americans are doing, okay? You wear your seatbelt when you get in the car. You've got a spare key outside somewhere in case you lock yourself out of the house. You've got a fire extinguisher floating around somewhere in case there's a fire. You've got a smoke detector in your house. And somewhere, somewhere in your house, maybe pre-programmed in your phone number or in your phone, you have a list of emergency phone numbers so you can call people if things break bad. Right. Right. 
these these are all these are all preparing for something to go bad everybody's doing this is it that hard for you to have a 30-day canned good food supply tucked away in the back of the pantry is it that hard to have a couple cases of water tucked back in a closet i mean is is it that hard to do these little insignificant things you know yesterday You'd be shocked at the amount of people that leave out of their house with their cell phone not charged up and almost empty tank of gas every day. And they come back the same way every day. People do not prepare for things that can happen to them. You can just tell. All you got to do is look at a person's gas gauge. I mean, look at your cell phone status. and Let me see how many bars, I mean, how much you've got charged on that. That tells me whether a person's a prepper or not, whether they're prepared for, you know, anything to happen. Just a flat tire. Right. And, you know, I there there's another thing here that's also been driving me nuts, guys. And, and for right now in this moment, there is like no excuse for anybody to not be prepared. OK, and I'm going to tell you why. Number one, everybody's got a smartphone in their pockets nowadays. You can look up how to do anything online. All right. There's a DIY video on YouTube for freaking everything. OK, yep. Whether it's you want to know how to skin a deer or you want to know how to can your own meat, all these things are available online. They're all right there, okay? And not not just that. A lot of these preparedness things that you can go do are available in every freaking town. Every Walmart sells flashlights and batteries, okay? Right. Every, every freaking Walmart has a first aid kit. Right, like simple little things that you can do to better yourself. And for those of you out there that are like, "Oh, you know, Al, I've known people who don't own a freaking flashlight." Right, I have too. And it's like, man, I use flashlights like all the time. I don't understand. What do you guys do? You just hide inside when it's dark out. What do you do I, when I the know power people, goes out? <laughs> I know people that don't own a pocket knife. I mean, they don't own a pocket knife. I'm like, well, what are you going to do if you have to do something? Right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I like, I hate to get down on people and really, you know, I don't mind. Okay. I don't like to get shitty with people, but I'll tell you this much. If you're not getting prepared, you're an idiot at this point in time where we're at right now in this country with everything that's coming. You're an idiot. I'm not saying nukes are going to start falling from the sky. I'm not saying world war three is about to happen, but I'll tell you what. There's a shit ton of money getting pumped overseas. Whenever this happens and there's a wartime effort, what do we see, Al? We see prices on shelves rise and we see products disappear, right? Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Right. And just a small event. Doesn't have to be a huge event. I just, I just, like I said, I recently, this last week, was down cleaning up some damage from a tornado. 
the hardware stores, nothing. The big box stores, nothing. Uh, the uh, Fuel stations, nothing. I mean, no power. You can't pump fuel without power. You can't take a credit card. This was half a town. The other half a town had everything, had all the amenities. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, I got a, I got a good slap in the face about preparedness this last week as I watched how people handled just a small event, a tornado. Uh, right. It's ridiculous. And, you know, what's what's really funny is, and, and I got to, uh, you know, now that I'm getting into this EMS side of things, Al, and like taking this training and seeing what goes on within my county a little bit more, you would not believe the amount of money that the county pumps into emergency preparedness, right? Yep. So all, the, all these people that live within my county that are like, huh, it's stupid to prepare, you're paying taxes to make it happen, guy. Yep. Right. Yep. Your taxes are going to disaster preparedness right now, whether you like them or not. Whether you want it to or not, some portion of your money is going to disaster preparedness. Now, with that being said, they're doing a pretty shitty job. The government does a pretty shitty job of getting everybody ready. So why don't you just take a little bit extra money and get yourself ready? That way you don't have to be reliant when these systems fail. So, Al, you brought up something about how one town had everything and the other town had nothing. All one right. side of town, one side of town had everything and the other side didn't. That's yeah, it was amazing. You know, so I'm going to go on a little conspiracy tangent real quick. Al, remember during the pandemic and everybody was reporting, you know, I don't have bread at my store. I don't have milk at my store. All the canned goods are gone. And then you yep. had other people popping online like you guys are nuts. You're lying. We have everything in our town. Right. Yep. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how this goes first off every town was different if you've listened to the show for a while we've explained how the supply web works right we've done that but what i will tell you is i think certain cities certain areas that had a lot of people that maybe a denser population of people that were active online or maybe a certain demographic were getting the supplies and people out in the rural communities weren't so they all sounded nuts when they're posting this stuff right 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 so that's what that's what you do. You want if you want to discredit a group of people, make it look like they're full of shit. And if Al had bread in his town and Jester didn't have bread in his town, and I'm like, Al, I got no bread. And Al's like, Jester, you're crazy. There's bread everywhere. You're full of shit. You that's gonna discredit me, right? And that's exactly what they did. And at the end of the day, they didn't do they didn't do much of anything to combat this or curb this, right? The government didn't come in. Now, <laughs> this is hilarious to me. I, I, still can't, I still can't get over this. So when the pandemic hit, the government came in. We're going to mass produce all these ventilators. I don't know where the hell they're at. I mean, who knows where they're at, right? They're maybe sitting in a warehouse somewhere, all right? So that was a the thing. Then they found out those were bad. But I never once seen the government say, hey, we need to up food production. We had people waiting in line for food banks out, out like for hours all day long to get food. And we saw empty shelves everywhere. And the government never once said, hey, we're going to work on putting food in people's stomachs. In fact, they were destroying crops and destroying food and dumping milk down drains because people weren't going out to shop and shit was expiring. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Very true. 
Very true. In, in many in many locations, this is exactly what was happening. But here's one part of this whole discussion that I think is is key: is if you don't prepare and you don't plan and you plan on your government or an entity taking care of you, understand that when you don't have anything to eat, you don't have anything to drink, you don't have any shelter, you are not um, you're not being taken care of. Um, now you're being cultivated, sort of like a cattle. Because now they're able to give you what they want, and you do what they want you to do in return. Um, a lot of people don't want to do certain things, but when you're hungry, you'll be amazed what you'll do that you normally wouldn't do. Right, and that's that's a big part of it. And guys, everybody needs to remember and hear these words, and we've said this on the show a bunch of times, but... People will kill to feed their children. And if you have the food and you're not giving it up, it's going to be your ass. Yep. Okay. And this episode is not about inciting fear. It's not about fear mongering and we're not spreading fear porn. That's not what this is. But lately I've, I've noticed a trend of the people who are supposed to defend us and protect us. The federal government are doing a very shitty job when it comes to these disasters. Okay. They they are. Now, I'm not saying I could do a better job than they're doing. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you need to be prepared for when they can't take care of you. Right? Yep. And that's, again, your food stocks, having backups of things, knowing what to prepare, how to prepare, preparing for your climate, your elements, knowing how to grow, knowing how to preserve food, knowing how to forage, knowing what things are edible out in nature where, where you're at. Right? This is... This is a big, big deal, and a lot of, I just, uh, Al, you know, (laughs) the prepper that gets under my skin the most is the one that feels they have oodles of time to do things. Right. Right? I agree with you. I agree with you. So, I'm not going to, you know, mention friends' names or anything like that, but I have handfuls of friends that are part of the preparedness community that are always putting things on the back burner. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.